going back and fixing and fixing and fixing something that is it on the inside or is it just something that's on the outside that mm, you want to fix that part <laughs> that's why i was like the whole point is that you know beauty is a bad investment because you're going to keep investing and it's not going to once you fix this because i'd be watching botched love that show yeah 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 those people always like um there's always something else that you want to fix like it's not going to be like okay um it's like a drug once i get my my butt bigger mm-hmm. you know what maybe i could get my hips done as well so yeah. it, it fits the bum because now the bum is like a bit bigger it's not like matching <laughs> eh? and yeah. then like you say like okay now that i've done that i think i should also get like because you complete the look with the boobs you complete yeah. the look because it's a set yeah <laughs> as if you are a piece of furniture yeah <laughs> and then you're like okay you know what let me okay but then you start looking at yourself you you begin changing so much that you lose hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of kamita a minute um i'm excited to be back this week with a new episode in our conversation series um our conversation series is a series where we get to talk to people who are close to our reality about different topics and yeah just have fun so on this week's episode we talk to melissa tendo who's an entrepreneur in Uganda. She owns a fashion store called The Source. Look it up on Instagram. And she also bakes cakes. So check out check her out on Instagram. I'll be able I'll plug her Instagram in the info below. And in this episode we talk about beauty, like what defines beauty. We talk about colorism, we get into dating and if beauty plays a role in the kind of people you date and things like that Um, especially as someone who owns a fashion store i thought it would be interesting to have this conversation with melissa Um, so i hope you enjoy this episode just to let you know unfortunately we had to record this episode outside so if you hear any distractions in the back or anything like that I'm sorry, but I try to make sure that the sound is clear and everyone can hear everything. So let's get right into it. I wanted to, the first question I wanted to ask was, have you always felt you are beautiful? Felt or known? Is it something? No. (laughs) No. (laughs) No? No. I feel like... Um, because like I think I wasn't the the norm of what like people here define beautiful as. Like you remember when you're like in primary, um, the lighter skinned girls are the ones who get the the cheats from boys. Yeah. So like that puts like in your mind, like, okay, I'm not that, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm a dark skinned what girl. I am not uh curvy. I'm thin. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have like the boobs. Yeah. So everywhere is just eh. yeah. <laughs> so. African, mm, in yeah. an African sense of like the definition of beauty so it took me a while to grow into like okay this is who I am and I think I'm still growing into it like was like every time now these days it's a slim thick and I'm still not slim thick <laughs> I'm like I'm waiting for it like to be like when is it going to be like perhaps like maybe my version of, <laughs> of yeah. beautiful but then it's never what if it never is will I still always wonder so I'm growing into myself yeah. slowly by slowly i used to want to be like my sister she's more hippie yeah 
I waited for my hips to come in at senior three when they said they're supposed to come in. <laughs> they they didn't. <laughs> they're coming, they're coming. But um, you said something that was actually interesting to me. A lot of times when we're talking about like the physical beauty of women, eh? everyone is always talking about, oh, um, skin is in, skin is in. And like you're right, for Africa, like in the African culture, it's actually opposite. Like if you don't have with your big bumper, then I what are you doing? A lot right? of girls, but the biggest booty girls they come from you. They come from you. Outside of Uganda for some time, mm-hmm. and outside there, skinny is like I don't know. For me, mm. my experience in Canada has been like skinny, yes, please. Yes. So, <laughs> for you, were you able, did you feel that when you went to another? Um, I think that when I moved to Spain when I was seventeen, um, and. Like coming from here, not exactly, I wouldn't say fitting in. I fit in as the, I fit in with everyone, but doesn't like everyone's friend. Anyway, so like going there, I had this idea of who I was, but I wasn't, uh, you know, because you're black. Yeah. As soon as you go there, people have the ideas of what you are and what you should look like mm-hmm. and what uh, you're supposed to like do, what, what, what. So when I got there, I was like, okay, now like I'm, everyone is. It's like, oh, the skinny black girl, what, what, what. And like mm. in the whole class, you're the only one. You're like the yeah. only, like all the color comes in your corner. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, you can't yeah. hide. Mm. So I said like, uh, it took me a while to like figure out like, okay, as the only black girl here <laughs> in most of my classes, how do I define me, Melissa? Not like, I'm not like the ambassador for all the black girls you'll meet. Mm-hmm. But I'm trying to also figure out like, because I feel like when you're living abroad, there's some sort of like okay you're supposed to like be a, some sort of ambassador for your country ish yeah, yeah, yeah. without it being without even like you know everyone say like Af- you're, are you african where are you from i'm from west africa i'm like no mm. i'm from a small country in east africa mm-hmm. called uganda hey, India. i mean i'm like okay yeah. <laughs> then you have to school people then you end up like in this kind of like role like which you didn't ask for so i think it took me a while like i said from the beginning to just kind of like define that you know I went with straight hair and then eventually um, I grew out my hair into a natural from uh, and then I said wear moki tenji just yeah. because I was like I'm not like because uh, there was another girl and she was her parents were from Burundi but they moved to Belgium and she has a lighter skin because her mom was what was Belgian so that was another African girl but I feel like I had to I don't differentiate myself from her which is weird yeah which is weird. Like when I look back, I was like, that's weird. That I feel like, because she was more, I wouldn't say, like, she was not like me. Because me had grown up here and she had grown up elsewhere. So I feel like her version of Africa, of how she defined herself as beautiful, had straight hair mm. um, and all these things. And then she eventually, she, she grew her natural afro, whatever. But then, like, I feel that there's that within, like, the light-skinned African girls and there's the darker-skinned African girls. Even though we don't admit it, 
that's like um i think i've noticed then when uh i would see like other african-american girls and like would be across the street and they'd be like yes and they'll be like screaming yeah <laughs> and like there's that because like me even though we're from like different like, so we talk about like our moms and our moms were almost the same you think but like there was that community then when these other like light-skinned girls came it was still different and i don't i, I never like understood why but i felt myself taking part in it without knowing why i was doing it so anyway like i said you grow i grew into it it was hard mm. would you say you're now comfortable with your dark skin yes but also like in the age of uh this moisturization and sheer button lupita and yongo <laughs> keeping up with like that now like there's that idea like black skin is supposed to be very clear and yeah, you can't yeah. when you have and the ideal is like oh use this black soap you're going to use shea butter use Your coconut oil it has to be glowing dewy i'm sweating like <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like okay now i have to like be now everyone's like oh my god you look like lupita nyongo and i'm like no i don't i i used to get that thing as well at at school we were doing a project of like powerful women and leaders and stuff so my group is doing i was the only black girl in my group so they're doing we're doing michelle obama mm-hmm. and everyone is like belinda should act like michelle obama she looks like her and i'm looking at it like, what the hell are you guys talking about because to them everything looks like you're the dark-skinned girl you know like you're able to represent another dark-skinned girl and even within that but then if you're able to, if, when you voice that mm. it's kind of like people people have that thing of actually appreciative of yeah. how fighters come like you guys are now on top of magazines and stuff like that but it's a, that specific type. yeah i feel like there's uh i don't know i don't know i don't want to say that of course like v- the visibility of like seeing other dark-skinned women with like you know bigger lips wider nostrils like it's it, you feel seen but at the same time i feel like they choose like there's always like a token black girl every five ten years like there's that one person who'll be on and then after that there'll be another person who'll be on so i feel like while i appreciate like you know lupita nyongo i love her she looks great we are not all lupita nyongos <laughs> Like we all don't look like her. My skin is not as moisturized as I just want to be like the light that bounces off her clavicle. Like that's all I aspire to be. Yeah. <laughs> but like I'm not, and I I probably won't. Maybe that's also like a imposter syndrome, being like you're not accepting that we are beautiful in our own ways. We all don't have to be like her. But at the same time, I'm not her. Yeah. So that brings me to my next question. Um. So in that sense, how would you define beauty? Um like when you say someone is beautiful I think that it's being yourself mm. like be, being comfortable in yourself um the confidence in being yourself like everyone's like you know fake it till you make it but I feel like you the faking till you make it is a big lie <laughs> mm. because like you you're still like fumbling about even in, within yourself like within the definition of yourself but like once and that fumbling is supposed to be okay don't fake it mm. <laughs> you struggle with how you want to define yourself um struggle with it that's when you learn like okay you know what 
maybe maybe uh, I shouldn't be wearing flared bottom jeans because <laughs> yeah. they don't look good on me. Yeah. Uh, then you you find like maybe this color looks better on me. This and this looks be- because you've made a mistake or you made a four power whatever. Like you you stumble and that's okay. That should be okay. You shouldn't just fake it till you make it. So it's a lot. Let us stumble into our, ourselves. So stumble. So how do you move from? I mean, you talked about your own struggles with accepting like your skin and your size and things like that as a young girl right how for you could be personal to you because everyone goes through their journey differently right how did you move from that to because it's easy for someone to tell you love yourself be comfortable but um what was that thing i think gabrielle union said it or wrote it in her book where Mm. she's like everyone tells you to love yourself but you can't self-esteem your way like through <laughs> through the world and stuff right mm-hmm. like sometimes it goes beyond that so how are you able to how are you able to move from all these insecurities you had to the point of being like you know what because guys you're not saying Melissa, but uh-huh. <laughs> it looks like that but i'm struggling <laughs> it's just a journey it's it's still like i feel like every like i also like say i would say that i remember this one time um when I was young and would have like Christmas parties at the end of the year and um, clearly I have bigger lips so my sister was putting on me lip gloss that was the day like I felt like I was so cool and then she said hey you really have big lips and I don't think she said it like you know as like a like a bad thing yeah, yeah, yeah. but I've carried it like for so long and I was always like wear like lipstick and I'll be like oh it's so like out there like it, it's like saying yeah my lips see them yeah and so after a while um of just like saying like you know what if i like lipstick i'm going to wear it i'm not going to like but still sometimes that in the back of my mind like i hear her still saying it and i one time i told her i was like you know i remember when i was like in p3 you said this and she's like what yeah so like i of course i can't lipstick my way out of that trauma mm-hmm. <laughs> but like every day like um i would say like you know, positive affirmations help yeah, yeah, like yeah. thinking and like and this is not just the one descriptor of my beauty if like i can say that i don't know if the word descriptor exists people mm-hmm. uh, you grammar people don't come for me <laughs> um so like i don't think that you you know like um you have to i don't know like every day it's a small process it's, it's a hard one it's a journey i feel like i used to tell my friend like it's a journey to yourself like finding who you are um so every day <laughs> i tell myself i am beautiful and i'm enough not just like the outside because i feel like beauty is a is a bad investment generally because i won't look like you this physical beauty yes really it yes fashion. i like how it <laughs> how, do, how do i say it? um we get it, like when you're buying clothes, right? You mm-hmm. want to buy clothes that make you look good, even the ones you feel good in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But of course, if you're feeling good in a clothes, you're mm. looking good in it. Like, mm-hmm. You can tell someone's demeanor, why it changes when they are feeling. Because when someone tells you look good, yeah. can wear that outfit all the yeah, time. Exactly. <laughs> and I feel like then that's connected to how we feel about our physical beauty, which mm-hmm. is what people see, mm-hmm. right? Um, if if you're walking down the street, no one is seeing how nice you are inside mm-hmm. yeah true 
Like, <laughs> even if over here walking with a bigger smile on your face or what, they don't know. Like, but they're going to make judgments upon you by the way your physical True. thingy is. So it's very hard. Like, I find that a lot of times when we talk about beauty, we talk about inner beauty, which is also something that needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. But don't you feel like we water down the impact? I'm not saying the importance of it, mm-hmm. but how it impacts like you look at people like um maybe let's say the kardashians mm-hmm. right there's so many women who could have been doing the same business as they're doing but their beauty has had something to do with their success the way they like they they try to maintain that standard and that's why you see even as they age they keep trying to maintain that physical body that they that everyone knows them for, right? And that's why I'm saying, like, it's a bad investment. Yeah. <laughs> because, like, I want to say that, you know, like, uh, I want to say that in the next few years, I won't probably be this slim because my metabolism will change <laughs> and I'll probably gain more weight in places that I've never had it and I'll have to grow to into that body again. Or into I don't know maybe I'll have like uh, bigger boobs. We saw how Rihanna changed just like yeah. that, and we all think she was pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> so like. Especially like women as we get. Yeah, we get get older. Your yeah. body changes. So I don't want to say that. Uh, I want to grab a better relationship with my body, and say like I'm going to change. So I don't want to hold on to this so much. Like go to the gym and like want to look slim thick until I am 59. No. <laughs> I want to grow to love who I am as I go through my, I don't know, my evolutions around the sun. Like, I want to be comfortable in Melissa. And Melissa may look different. Melissa w- now is into blue lipstick. Melissa next year <laughs> might never want to see those pictures again. Yeah, I know. So, like, I want to be comfortable in, accept that, you know what, some days I'm not going to look as slayful. <laughs> as I, I may look maybe today or like the next day or what. So that comfortability that comes with accepting what's inside and being assured that that's enough. Yeah. And, you know, I, like of course, like I was coming today and I was on the board and there's this woman who had a very big bum. Like, it was huge. <laughs> like, if you, could have, if, you, if you could have seen it, you guys, it was like slipping off the border, like on yeah. each side, like... And everyone was like honking at her, and me, Bambi, who was small, Bam was one on the border behind her. And I'm like, Banange. And when they tell you that comparison is a thief of joy, yeah, believe them, they're preaching to you. <laughs> I was like, eh, and I thought of my small Bam, and I'm like, but I can't be her because. <laughs> you then I say, think like, eh, it must be her to get onto a border. <laughs> Beauty is such a paradox, right? When you were talking about um, the comment your sister made about your lips and how mm. much it has carried on throughout, um, like, your life and stuff. Mm. First of all, I was sitting here thinking, bitch, you have amazing lips. Two, I was thinking... Thank you, thank you, thank you. Kylie Jenner is spending money to have lips like yours. Yeah? Mm-hmm. So it's so weird how much beauty sometimes can be a paradox whereby if I'm here and I'm in Uganda, I'm feeling insecure about myself because I'm a bit skinny and what. And then I go out there like Somewhere I else imagine the idea Uganda and everyone and, wants it. Yeah, and I've gone to Fako. Mm. Let me say those people. <laughs> I bought a bum. 
I've bought hips, I've done all that. And then maybe I get a job in the US and mm. then you go there. And no one is looking at the... Because beauty like changes. Mm. Each culture the has its own definition. Change, yeah. It's so crazy. So I think like it comes back to like what you're saying that for you mm. as a person, what are you comfortable with? But then... It takes a how while. Will you, how, it's so hard to balance that it with is. society. It is. Especially, you're always on Instagram. Uh-huh. Social I think media. <laughs> I feel like when I, I was, uh, there's this YouTuber who I love. Yeah. Um, and she was talking about how Instagram is bad for black women. Because you look at Fashion Nova and all these women are like, they're like oh curvy, curvy <laughs> yeah. baby dolls. Yeah. Like thin waist, yeah. big hips, big bums, like their boobs and everything. They're and not they're even big, who, they're just the right proportion. Right? Like it's crazy. And they don't have like maybe these dimples on the side of your butt. Mm. They don't have like cellulite. They don't have, they're like smooth. They're like manufactured what women. Yeah. And she was saying this is a bad like idea for like black women. And I was like, that's true. But we also must be uh, conscious of how we consume social media. Mm-hmm. Like for me, if my feed, of course, I have to have the shed room because there is giving me like a tea. <laughs> the weird thing is, I refuse to, f- I've never followed the shed room. I used to follow it and I used to feel it had so much negative energy. Just like I don't want to know all these people's things. <laughs> it's true, but I'm, I'm, you see, there, there's that part of me, yeah. and there's part of me who loves drama. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who loves, I can just be like listening on the side, like, hmm. <laughs> did you know? Yeah. So, like, I think it's also important to like be cautious of how you consume social media. Like, it's like how there's so much to read, but you don't read everything. Yeah. So why don't we apply the same? Thing to social media like some things you don't really need to follow i really need to follow what uh the shed room mm. but i choose to for a particular thing yeah i don't follow world star hip-hop because i don't like the idea of people fighting and people f- filming it yeah i don't follow uh tmz because i don't want to constantly be knowing what yeah. i have a time on my phone for an hour a day i can have instagram <laughs> after that I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> it literally tells me bye for now. <laughs> yeah, I, I I hear you on that, but these days, eh? For me, even like girls I know, like chill, chill shade room, mm-hmm. chill celebrities. Even when it comes down to maybe bloggers, even girls I went to school with. Mm. Like, there's a way everyone these days, especially for women, mm. we've all gotten. Like even the person you know is not posting the photo of themselves that you know them as. Mm. Like there are people who <laughs> the shade, <laughs> the shade of it all. Mm. No. Madame, no shade room. <laughs> yeah? So Chill even them. when you're seeing like the like normal, quote unquote, normal people mm. on social media these days, it's all a certain thing that's being brought out. It's the body. It's everyone is constantly going to gym i mean as someone who struggled with uh, my body weight and then i went to gym to gain more weight Mm. i really don't think there's a problem with someone going to the gym to look good physically because when they go there well one whether they are working it out for something else or someone else you're nourishing your body regardless of whatever reason you're doing gym for for it, it's doing what it's supposed to be doing to your body. 
yeah and secondly i feel like if you're able to if you're doing it for you to feel good about yourself it's going to be like a domino effect mm-hmm. right you'll go there because i want to do this or what and then when you start looking good you start feeling good about yourself you get more confident so i feel like that has a domino effect but then there's the obsession like that point when it becomes obsession where mm-hmm. it's like you are starving yourself you are heading to gym even when you're about to die <laughs> i remember those girls <laughs> at school not go for line up for food for fu- uh-huh. i went to a mixed school so yeah. like i remember they were like they're not line up for, for food they'll stay in, in class sleeping yeah. and i'm like and you're like my sister you're hungry <laughs> and i was like me i'm hungry <laughs> like go eat so i think doing it from a point of self-care mm-hmm. or doing it with compassion for yourself as well can bring in the difference for how you feel the effect because mm-hmm. if you're doing it without any love for yourself and you're doing it all for the gaze of other people mm-hmm. at some point you may lose yourself sure. and it will go downhill and that's why i want brings me to what i wanted to ask you about what are your thoughts on plastic surgery <coughs> I think that this one I don't know. Sometimes I'm like um yeah, you know if you're not comfortable with something, first of all let's first like you know like define this plastic surgery for like people who maybe if you have like a cleft lip and you want to like fix that lip. You know those people who are born with what? Mm. The uh def- deformity for lack of a better word on their mouth yeah. as they are. So that's like a plastic surgery for like to fix something that yeah should not be that way yeah so there's that medical what when yeah. there's the cosmetic, cosmetic one yeah, yeah the cosmetic one i don't know there were times when i was like you know what if uh if i had like that money to just you know to be to just do that eh? mm. maybe i'll get like bigger bows but then i'm like i've grown to like them as they are yeah i get i'm not wearing a bra yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> And then, uh, I don't know, like, I think that everyone who decides to do it should see a therapist first. Like, why are you doing it? Are you doing it because you don't fit the, the beauty ideal that everyone thinks, you know, like, uh, are you doing it? Let's say, the other time I thought maybe I could go and reduce my lips, but now I'm like... Ah, this is what God decided to give me. Yeah. <laughs> like the jeans of my parents made and then they gave me these lips. I'm not yeah. going to what? To, to change them just that I can fit what people think, what I think I should look like. Because when you're on the inside, it feels different from the outside. Like, So I think that everyone, if you're thinking about it, like I know there's so many people who think about it. I know I have friends who are like, yeah. And I'm like, but I have no, I don't see any issue with how you look. Then my friend reminds me, "Was like your friend gargles because you love me? That's <laughs> you love me, so you're seeing me in this way. You yeah, see me like yeah. the goddess that I am." And I'm like, "But, but okay, goddess, calm down." <laughs> yeah. So, but then like it's always different on the inside. You like you feel like you should change this, you should change that, and I feel like if you really like really really want to do it, you should see a therapist. Why do you want to do? It? Why do you want to change? Like. Um, I know there's a friend of mine who's a mom. She has three kids now, and her breasts are now not as they were before she had kids. Yeah. And she said like, as soon as like she's seven, she's like, as soon as I hit this mark, I'm going to get my boobs done. They're going to be like yours. And I'm like, 
and then what if you have another child and they suck and and then what then you keep in this cycle of like you know going back and fixing and fixing and fixing something that is it on the inside or is it just something that's on the outside that you want to fix that part <laughs> that's why i was like the whole point is that you know beauty is a bad investment because you're going to keep investing and it's not going to once you fix this because i'd be watching botched love that show yeah 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 those people always like um there's always something else that you want to fix like it's not going to be like okay um it's like a drug once i get my my butt bigger mm-hmm. you know what maybe i could get my hips done as well so yeah. it, it fits the bum because now the bum is like a bit bigger it's not like matching <laughs> yeah? and yeah. then like you say like okay now that i've done that i think i should also get like because you complete the look with the boobs you complete yeah. the look because it's a set yeah <laughs> as if you are a piece of furniture yeah and then you're like okay you know what let me okay but then you start looking at yourself you you begin changing so much that you lose sight of who you are like i i don't want i i, I hope that at certain point um we all begin to see ourselves as more than just our bodies like more than just like what's on top um but what's on the inside because yeah. like our identities are like very it's deeper than what's on on the outside that's what i think so yeah. the what you should be investing in is self acceptance <laughs> accepting yourself for who you are and struggling <laughs> struggling going for that yes going through emotions going self acceptance fumbling Fum- <laughs> in the dark <laughs> i know because i will tell you like this is what you should be this is what you should look like this is what you should do and then you you know like you go for christmas and your parents are like hey girl, you've grown thin they give you like by the time christmas me who was like 50 kilograms i live and i'm like a size 12 i'm like but <laughs> why am i eating this much and then you live again and then So I think that self acceptance you know in this day and age of self care of, of face masks of the spa I love the spa uh, yeah <laughs> they should also be like accepting yourself who you are like this morning I uh, I saw there was this guy was uh, on Instagram who was taking pictures of girls who didn't have moisturized like glossy clear skin you know you be seeing like people when their skin looks so good like yeah. you know when already you say that eh? they've dropped you like omunyo gugude mata and i'm like yeah. this is you yeah. and then like but not all of us look like that yeah especially the dark oh my god being a dark skin woman these days like you were talking about it's kind of like my g everyone is like, a melanin everyone's a melanin popping and, and i'm like shade of melanin from head to toe now like, for you yeah, i have like five <laughs> like know hyperpigmentation yeah like there are parts that are like it's struggling my neck exactly it's like it's not like that so like i feel like and he was saying that these are that these women should also be seen like you should see ourselves like we should not be have of course if you like people do makeup they do color correcting like some like parts around their mouth are darker and the parts around here mm. and i feel like those steps are important because you see that everyone um isn't like one shade the people yeah. who are, are very lucky yeah. i mean of course there are those ones who are so like there are those people who are and then there are those people who aren't but the majority of the images we see are, are like festooned everyone yeah. so if you like are like me and you feel like okay uh the top part of of my hair of my 
of my body is, is like a different person and then the bottom is a different person you like in, we need to see more girls more women more men yeah. men with acne is not like a thing on instagram you're like you know, men behind pimples yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not like in a bad way but like we need to no, see that I men who like what yeah. like they need to All be the thing is the shame you know those men they use coffee syrup babe yeah. talk to me <laughs> it's a guy looking so moisturized <laughs> Like, like, and actually, I like that you bring up men in the conversation. That's something I wanted to ask you. Do you look at conventional beauty when you are dating? <laughs> like, is you about to date some ugly man up in here because of inner beauty? We um, I'm not. I'm thinking of all my exes. <laughs> Shout out to you guys. back on I no more. Um, like I think that I've dated across the spectrum, <laughs> from white to Asian, yeah. uh, and everything in between. But even there's some sexy Asian men. So yes, that guy from Hawaii Five. Oh, a snack. Um, I think that for me, I wouldn't say that I have a type. I don't have a type. I don't. If someone is, uh, I think the type is, like, if someone is unavailable. <laughs> I'm joking. No, I have actually have that toxic trait. Emotionally unavailable men. I don't know who they talked to by now. <laughs> yeah, those Yoruba demons. <laughs> They're always the ones you find yourself attracted to. Yeah. I think that um, someone who is who has a good sense of humor. Um, is always nice because I always find like I'm the funny one in the relationship and I don't like that. I also want to like laugh. Get out of making jokes. <laughs> Make me laugh. Yeah. I think that if that's like humor is and if we have like um if we can talk about anything and everything in between. I once went on a date, this is sidebar. I hope he never listens to this. <laughs> And I think by the time I left, I knew his whole like life history. And I was like, okay, you know how Paul said that we can talk about anything. And then you're like, mm, I don't know, like maybe you yeah, in doses, yeah. Was like and then like the table there was his ex. So I was like, yeah. <laughs> wow. Don't go to Tinder, people. <laughs> Struggle. Um. So I feel like when it comes to men, I feel like this. I've dated shorter guys. Guys shorter than me. This one time on the date. That's the ideal for now these well, days. Yeah. Like Short beauty for men these days is tall and money. Tall, yeah, like <laughs> and money, don't forget. <laughs> yeah, but the height thing, cause height is very difficult. Cause it's not something you can change. Yeah. Cause you know, women, we talk about yeah, like we can wear heels. You can wear heels if you don't have a bum. You go buy a party with a bum. Like this. A party with a I'm bum. I'm telling you, there's a time I was shopping with my little niece and you <laughs> see one of those panties that come like padded. Hmm. She's like, what is this? <laughs> Auntie, I thought big people wear a diaper. I just told her, like, sit her, just move away even from this thing. Maybe. But for men, like height, 
I think a lot of men can get insecure about their height. Yes, actually now, like you know, I I remember when I was on Tinder and I, and this guy was like, you know, girls don't like they would like put on their profiles like, I'm I'm baba, I'm like five eight, mm. and then I'm like, okay, for me, I really had a guy who was shorter than me, and it felt like it was a problem for him that I was taller than him. Oh, it wasn't a problem. Yeah, you. because me, I like to wear my boots. Mm. Um, so and then I'll be taller than him even more. Yeah. <laughs> and then I wear head wraps so that I'm, <laughs> I'm adding the height, eh? yeah. the illusion of height. And for him, uh, very few guys. I'm like, unless if you're like David Bowie or like mm. Prince, you can't wear wedges. Yeah. <laughs> um, excuse me, sir. Yeah. Come back yeah. home and change your shoes. Know. So like. He needs like an eccentric kind of man to do it. Yeah. So like he had a problem with it. So I feel like if you're shorter, then your your character is that speaks for you. Because I know people are dating shorter guys. Yeah. The thing is that work on you yourself. Like, are you a good guy? Are you a good person? So does that mean you don't consider height? No. No. Like I'm saying, like how do I put it? So you can talk to someone and you're. Yeah, vibe is there and everything, mm. but there's also physical attraction that can affect your intimacy, mm. right? It's something I struggle with. <laughs> I remember one time I went. See, I'd be struggling on first dates, you guys. Eh? If you could, if you could just go <laughs> meet to a date. I'm like the people who I'm not even like. I don't feel like that huge. Yeah. But there I am on the second date again, exactly. and I'm like, first of all, why can't I say no, people? I think we should learn how to say no. Like, who is teaching these classes? People who like can just be like, yeah, I don't think like we work out, whatever. What. Me, teach me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> because I don't know how to help. Or, like, I feel so bad when I have yeah. to like say, mm, I'm not feeling anything. Really? So yeah, I, I find, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't like. I don't like ghosting. <laughs> I also don't like ghosting, but. I don't know how to communicate, so I'm just like, peace. No, like, so like, I'll continuously with my friends. I'm the one person. Hmm. I appreciate a good looking man. Oh my mm, god. A yummy man. Eh, yum yum. Those ones, those, those ones, you know what I mean? No, you like tell us, tell us. <laughs> it's tell such us a more. bad thing, but for me, I don't want to say conventional beauty because I've dated some guys who are just normal. Yeah? Mm. But there's a. Uh, you know that spectrum we talked about mm. maybe there is that color quarter that I really <laughs> even if I've talked to you and we vibe how eh, mm. it's going to be a blockage in our relationship so and then sometimes it's like is it a double standard that I'm holding mm. moving around saying oh women you, you mean, know, you know you should. physical beauties and everything and then me I'm like my G, have you seen how that guy looks? Because I'm not <laughs> make all the bad decisions. I don't like tell myself is like, but have you seen how he looks? <laughs> you like, see him in that shot. <laughs> Try those yeah, biceps and popping. Yeah. And you're like, praise the Lord. But that it's like good. a double standard, right? It, it is true. So me, I'm the other way around. Like I just be there along for the ride. It's so nice. But it's not good for me. <laughs> Self-love. You talked about yes. self-love. I told us, but if, by the way, sidebar, another side, if you have like classes where you teach people to say no, <laughs> enroll you me. Need to read that book. What's that book? The Yao. No, that's the Yao. Yes. There's another book on saying no. They tell you to try to say no. I think to practice it, like it's those little promises you keep to yourself every day. So you start by saying no to the small things. 
Like if you don't want to eat something, see, that's not a big no, yeah? Mm. So you start with that little step. You're like, no, I don't want juice now. And that's a This is not true. I want juice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like, mm. that's how, okay. You begin with a small You begin thing. with a small nose and then you, I think it's the same formula for like setting boundaries and stuff. You start with that little thing. That's when you <laughs> fail at them, eh? It's not like you say no to a guy and no, I, like I see their faces, yeah. and that's like the thing because I don't like to say no, like over text. But did they die? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, oh god, it's just like the hardest thing. I remember this one guy I even lied that I was pregnant. Like, you know, like that. Oh my god, that's like the worst. Like, that's like how low I stooped. Like, I said, like, I'm pregnant. It's for another guy. Like, and then even he, bam, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it's okay, and I'm like, this guy, can't run away from him, and he won't let me. <laughs> yes, this is how bad, how bad I am. Me, that's why I just avoid it altogether. When I see you, and no, like, chill even before the ghosting. Ghosting is usually, uh, I've gone on a date with you, and I've talked to you, and now I'm like, nah. But even before I go on the date, me, I filter out my men based on how attracted I am to you. So by the time I reach the date, eh, I know either, yeah, yes, let's try this thing. Oh, it's I like, don't know, but like there's people who like you meet, um, you've been talking, like let's say you met, then they ask you out, then you're talking, and on, on text, they look good. Hey, yeah, yeah, Those yeah. text bears, that's what I call yeah, them. Yeah, like the yeah. ones like you get, these guys can't talk, uh-huh. but when it comes to what the talk, it's just like, oh no. <laughs> it's like the most awkward thing, <laughs> like, Okay. And these days men have that pressure as well. Um, I don't know. Men don't talk about their pressure of beauty. I, don't I know. think because like, you they know like if how... you don't have connecting beards. Men and people can abuse guys with oh no beards. I always like people. I have a friend who likes guys with beards. I'm here also. Please, please yes. Like, that's a self-help like group. Will, will confuse me. Eh? Like That's why I'm like, maybe I'm a bit very... Like I will be walking. I say what if it's a weave? And I'm just like, what if it's a weave? Yeah, on that face. Uh-uh. You can't know because <laughs> weave is not as it off to see them growing out of the like. Ah, what see. if it's a guy who's like a well manicured guy who takes care of himself, and then you because reach home and he snatches it uh-huh, off? I'll cry because. Oh God, men just Why? But so if sexy. even you, you're taking off yours, your your wig. You guys, men <laughs> you're now, taking off, and then when you're taking off, and like, eh, hey, it's like, but we like we catch fish, teacher. <laughs> <laughs> that's why, eh? We'll be here on natural hair, but that's true, by the way. I've never thought of that. Like, mm. if I'm taking, if I'm taking off my, because yo, you can look different when you take off that wig, eh? eh the guy has to be strong. Me, like, <laughs> 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 um, me. I remember this one time after a date with uh, this person I'm seeing right now. I literally like took off my wig in that car. Wow. I am. What is that song? Sichi Kukweka. I don't. Yeah. Like, I take it <laughs> off. Yeah. And I'm like, then, like, whoo. And then after that, you see me also like moving. Okay, not removing the pants, but unburdening my pants. Like, this is now me. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. if I have the brights off, it's coming off. Yeah. I'm, I'm undressing, I'm releasing the Melissa you didn't think you yeah. wanted to meet. You talked about dating like different races, right? Mm-hmm. And when it comes to dating and beauty, a guy will see you. Now, I used, there's a girl I used to talk to, and for her, she, she was 
always wearing wigs, right? Yeah. But she used to say that when she used to sleep over at a guy's place, mm. she'd make sure that day it's glued. Yeah? <laughs> like, <laughs> it's glued for all the activities that are about to happen, right? That or your ramble. With it, wake up. You know those girls wake up and they have to do their face before the guy sees them. What, 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 mm. what? Noble John John. Noble John John. You're just always just... Have you ever had any experience where you're dating and when the person sees you out of that made-up state, it's kind of like, mm. and you felt... I don't, like, wear, like, lots of makeup. Like, I... I'm, the most I'll do is, like, lipstick. Yeah. I can't even do my own eyebrows. Thank God they're thick. But then when the wind blows them, they look like... It. Yeah. <laughs> they're like this. <laughs> so, like, for me, that's not, like, a thing. But I remember one time... I was dating this Argentinian guy. Very good looking guy. Um, and then, you know, like, I would have my hair, like, bra- in braids, box braids. I don't know why. For some reason, he thought that was my hair, which is just <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I removed the braids. And I was like, can you cut your hair? And I'm like, and then, like, I had to, like, sit him down and tell him, like, see, like, <laughs> look here. <laughs> This is how my hair is in, is in its natural state. If I get in the shower, it will shrink three yeah. quarters. <laughs> no, because that's also the other part. Like, you have to, like, school them. Yeah. Like, introduce them to your hair. Like, <laughs> it's like introducing them to another person who they are. Yeah. Like, if you see me wrapping my hair at night, don't ask too many questions. Let's first even say that you will never run your fingers through my hair because it's impossible. I've also not done it. <laughs> so you're not going to do <laughs> it. To like do those it. Who couples memes you see on Instagram, not for you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> like this fussy hair is going to look at you like, <laughs> not today, where not today, babe. <laughs> where, where? This is where it stops. <laughs> this is it. Like what are you trying to like, det- tangle my hair? Yeah. Not today. Shout out to Aunt Jackie. <laughs> um, so like... You have to like school them. So like, if you don't want some, I remember one of my friends like, I don't want to have that conversation about like my hair. Yeah. And she's like, black men just already get it. And then I'm like, that Argentinian guy mm. used to oil my scalp. So he he got with that program. Got with that program. I feel like. Did you feel any insecurities around you showing him, like, you with your shrunken hair? No, I think that he was one who was kind of like scared. Okay. <laughs> He's like, should I put what I need? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I'm in the shower. <laughs> He's like, are you sure? And I'm like, look, it's my head. Like, you know what? Then it would become like an argument. Like, do you want to put the water in the hair or not? Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to do? Yeah. So, like, I feel like. Um, I don't know. Like, it depends on the person. Some people like like it. I had a friend who would constantly put things in my hair, mm. <laughs> pencils, what. Some people like enjoy it because it's really good looking hair. Yeah. It's nice and soft until you have to like retwist it at night before you go to sleep. Then you hate That's it. Why I cut my hair because I was tired of this. <laughs> I was like, no, this can be my struggle. <laughs> and then in the morning you have to wake up and, and, and retwist it and oil it enough. It nice. And then what if it refuses because no formula yes. works two times in a row? And have you ever had a, a you want to be popping with your natural hair and you did you took time and did the smallest like would define twists and the next day you take it out and it's just not doing they didn't dry <laughs> they didn't dry <laughs> you're looking at yourself in the mirror and you just you're like it's like lord <laughs> you're like you're going 
into affirmation. You are beautiful. You should just look at yourself with <laughs> damp hair. That's <laughs> the definition. And then you go out and then you don't shrink small. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's why, like, I am such a huge fan of head wraps. Like, I people like, was like, like, yeah, I just wrap it. This is a protective style in it in itself. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. protecting me from my hair and it yeah. from me because yeah. once I have it, I'm going to touch it all the time. And it's going to break. So, like, I think that's, like, another standard, like, of beauty now is the natural hair and how, like, your... I remember when I first got into, like, you know, having my hair natural. And when I had, like, that really... It's not, like, cut like yours. But then it's in between. You can't, like, you can't really do much with it. It's just there. Yeah. I think they call it that, that, what, 12 or what. Yeah. And you're just there. And, like, you don't really know. No, there you can, like... eh, you can do some some something something you can combi <laughs> you when you're just there in between like you, it's not hey. like enough that you do like bantu twist with yeah, it yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. just there <laughs> and you you kind of re- look like your high school self <laughs> yeah or you look like a boy in my case and i'm yeah. like now how do i like fit because you see those girls on instagram yeah. and then like 20 minutes she looks like a model mm-hmm. It takes so much esteem though, like yeah. as, I'm, as I'm rocking my short hair. See, today, today I did like a sponge, I tried to lay some edges, then I looks put nice. like a line. Mm. Hey, hey. But 24-7, I'm just looking like a school kid, honestly, because my hair, first of all, doesn't even have a cut, so it doesn't even have shape. Mm? <laughs> See your face. <laughs> it's just like, it's just that it looks like I'm going to school, mm. and that's it, like a school girl. So some days you wake up and you look and you're just like because when you see the short hair like the those wo, tiny wo afros mm. for women like the short short hair on pinterest eh, it's always looking dope Mom. so by the time you cut it you're like i'm going to look dope and then no one tells you that no it looks dope because um they gelled it um they put like a sponge to get mobile curls and they're like they laid this side what is it for for a for b what now for you you cut it and there you are with your, with your chifosi <laughs> your hair is when turning brown you went eh, bambi you can look in the mirror and it's just like like you said you're just like meanwhile why is it like on pinterest you have to put like Shot here on black on women, black women, or like on Af- and some people say African that they had put a different thing where you can choose black people, but I don't get it on my Pinterest, mm. and it's so irritating. Mm. You put braids. I feel like black women are like. And then you have to ask braids, for like. But no, you have to ask for, for people, white, white people. people braids, and you're like, Maji, <laughs> what's this? <laughs> don't you know why? Every time yeah. you say hi, Melissa, welcome back. Thanks. But uh-huh. like, how many black girls have I looked at on the page? Can you, you should now know. <laughs> yeah. You should now be knowing my my my, my vibe. Exactly. Meet me halfway. Show me these other black girls. And that shows you what beauty is because it's a European standard. A, yeah, like that's what it is. These days it's changing, but even it's not like reflecting the actual black. It's just the black over what i don't know like you said even yeah. men even when they're to show a black man yeah. they have to oil the poor man <laughs> from his head like <laughs> every time you say a dark Mona skin Mujimu. man because you know this day it's always dark chocolate mm. coffee syrup text me a guy is always just glowing like even guys and it's like he has no hair on his body Bambi, he has been waxed like that's how the definition of, of beauty is these days and then after that we're like yay black power and i'm like 
um there's a poor pimpled boy they're looking at himself like right there's the guy who is not good. buff who yes. is skinny and tall who is skinny and tall or oh, skinny and they short took out our, those days it used to be remember when it used to be light skinned guys now the light skinned guys are like we're also here <laughs> They died in their movie. <laughs> yeah, they died in their movie as well. Um. Anyway, I think we've talked so much, but to wrap it up, um, who, according to you, who's the most beautiful person to you? Beyonce. Beyonce. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that like anyone who is confident in mm. themselves, like I don't care what size you are. I, when you're happy and you're confident in yourself like that for me is like the most beautiful you can be and that's not even like being I know it sounds cliche <laughs> like yeah the most confident person in that room but just that self assurance like knowing that you know what I look good because when that day is when you know you look good yeah no one can even even those border border men who try to give you rights off you're like no <laughs> not that day not today I'm looking for my override dislocator yeah like those days like no one can even like touch you hey so like when you know you know yeah and it sounds cliche but i completely get what you have you ever seen someone who's not conventionally beautiful let me say but they walk with so much confidence that you're just like shit that girl looks good Mm -hmm. like and i think it's what i also get from like rihanna rihanna will wear an outfit and you're like eee it only looks good because she believes she's rocking it honestly because she, lo- <laughs> she she enjoys it yeah like she's walking like yes i'm the and you can tell mm-hmm. like she exudes that energy and you have to accept that energy because that's what it is true um to close it out maybe you can ask me like one question what do you think is beautiful what do i think is beautiful what do you think is beautiful what do i think is yeah, beautiful what is what do I think is beautiful? Yeah, you see on the other side every time. I, f- I know, I never answer questions. <laughs> I think what is beautiful, to me honestly, is what you recognize in the other. Like, f- or what resonates with you. Like, when I see a woman who is beautiful, to you it may not be, she may not be beautiful. Yeah? So I feel like beauty is very subjective. Mm and that like even within that lies its own beauty mm. with beauty like i could go to there's that tribe that does they do scars i don't know if you've seen this, yeah the, that thing and for me when i look at it honestly speaking like not to butter it up me i'm just like why would i do that to my body i love it exactly i like, see it and i'm like that's so that's bold so and bold. brave exactly and now me i'm just like oh my god it looks like it gives me goosebumps right but then for them in their society it's just like oh my god see that beautiful person because it resonates with them Mm -hmm. it they see themselves in that thing right so for me i feel like that's what's beauty it's very subjective and like you said find what it what it is for you for you as a person if for you as a person beauty is having a this 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 and like you said you're going through about it with compassion and self-love then that's what beauty is to you 
and it's okay it will be different from sure. me mm. <laughs> because we all define it like the same way we all define feminism yeah exactly. it means it's something different. different for every one of us yeah one thing i'm very happy about though is i'll get to raise my daughters in a society that's different from what i was raised in so you're going you're looking for a husband then when Beyonce uploaded that that car video, car video the dark skins are like you see then some chick made a version where it was like light skin girl some shit like that <laughs> and me every time I, I was seeing this I was just thinking you guys realize have missed a point is, just gonna choop. yeah like it's not like when that song came out when if mm. she did maybe celebrate dark skin women or whatever she didn't do it for the benefit of us now because right now mm. if you're above 20 like you said you're working on something that like you're now working on resolving the trauma that you had as a child mm. that song was for the little girls because for them now they're singing there eh? like so from a young age they're saying that eh, my my skin is beautiful mm. you get it eh? so i feel like a lot of this is for the next generation it's right now I'm not saying it's too late to change, but now it's more individual. It's not about the collective. Mm-hmm. As a as a kid, because even me, that thing you said where your sis said that one comment, I had that comment made a comment made by my mom when I was young. Because I was, my mom is light skin, my sis is lighter. I'm dark skin. My brother is dark skin. I remember one time my we were out from playing hmm. with my bro, and we come in and my mom is like, eh, "You're now almost blue black." Like she wasn't even saying it in the sense of, of because she she has always been aware of my insecurities growing mm. up, around being like dark skin. She was just saying it like you guys have overplayed in the sun, mm. but now meat stuck with me. Mm. And then I this isn't something that you should want to be. Yeah, like it was like I felt like eh, now I'm too dark. Mm. So it stayed with me forever. But then for me to resolve it, it was an individual thing. Mm. But it was from childhood. Sure. So, and even her, she had been socialized to, to think exactly, uh, that like it wasn't her fault mm-hmm. so the socialization and everything that's going on around going around how we're changing our mindsets regarding different things I feel like a lot of its effects will be seen in the younger generation it it, it will be seen in our generations as well like mm. the millennials but I feel like generation Z and stuff will benefit from it way more Cause when they put those videos of little dark skin girls singing along, I was just like, man, if I had this song growing up, what could you tell me about my skin? <laughs> you get like, uh, for me, it I don't know. Like with the, when you said the the black and blue, like for me, I never thought that okay, like no one said that you know your skin is like this and it should be like this. It never, it wasn't that, but it was like just seeing that the preferred eh? they the had preferred, cousins yeah. who were extreme light skin and they had brown eyes yeah and i'm not like that but i thought it's so that everyone would when we would go somewhere like all the attention would be like oh my gosh she's so cute and then they'd be like oh you look like a boy yeah <laughs> like oh so savage yeah, 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 yeah. my little brown girl feelings yeah 
And then now, like, uh, everyone is like, black girl magic. And then uh, I think that there should also be a hashtag, <laughs> black girl healing. Yeah. Because, honestly. like, we are all still healing. Like, even yeah. though when people won't say it, even though no one, like, wants to, because, like, those are, everyone wants, Instagram is a place for finished products. Yeah. <laughs> no one wants to put themselves jet lagged, tired. <laughs> yeah. Struggling to love themselves. Yeah. We wonder, eh? When you're done, you're dancing to brown skin girls, yes, you've yeah. arrived. Yes, yet, yeah. healing. still, you're still. You're healing from some deep shit. Me, mm-hmm. I was bullied for being dark skin, and that's the first time I had a problem with my dark skin. Mm. Um, I wrote about it in an article mm. for Pulse for her. Like, one day I went to school, and my friends were my friends all of a sudden. Well, like, you're too black to play with us. Like, literally. Like, and I remember, okay, by then I didn't understand it, but I remember I have a niece, a little niece. And when she's she so was nice, in baby her. class, mm. she came home one day and she's laughing and she's like, oh, Oba Gundi is the blackest girl in class. And I was so shocked because I was like, where is this coming from, right? Because you can say, oh, I raised my kid right or what, mm-hmm. but this is a kid. Who was coming from home? Auntie's dark skin. Mm-hmm. Even her, she's not really that light skin. <laughs> so it's like, so why is the dark girl being laughed at? Mm. But it's because of everything around us. I mean, when you're watching Lion King, all the bad people, are, all the bad lions were what? The dark lions. <laughs> like, and shit like that. But the first time I went to school and they refused to talk to me and some other girl. And like we spent, I think over a week, just there being like people laughing at you for no reason and kids are just doing it because i don't know why right that's the first time i was like oh i shouldn't be this color like i even tried i remember the time i got fair and lovely and i started trying to i don't know if i was trying to bleach but someone i didn't know it was bleaching cream first of all i was just like well fair and lovely because i had acne i was thought to make people pale Thank you. <laughs> now even me, I used to put it on and I would become paler and that was it. I didn't know that it's lightening your skin. Mm. But my dad has always been very attentive to me. So he's the one who was like, are you becoming lighter? Because for him, he knows his mm. daughter is dark skin. So he's like, what are you using? And what's at at what? And they stopped it. But I went through a lot of struggles also mm. me accepting it. But now, I'm like, I don't I don't even think twice about it by the way. Like it's just like ah uh, I remember when I tried makeup also that time also it like fucked with me because the chick was like mm, we don't go that dark she went away. Some mark it was in a mark store and I was just like I was so embarrassed, like I was kept I remember telling my sister, It's okay, it's okay and my sister's like, No, how can she be rude to you? What? But now me I'm just thinking like, like you're making no, it worse because now you're drawing more attention to yeah, me. And like going through all that even me it was just like but eventually you find yourself healing mm-hmm. and like you said going through the, you the go process through the emotions mm. and you keep going and, you keep going. and sometimes you s- backslide back yeah. and then well healing is not linear it really isn't so it's I'm so hard i'm going to ask you another question because me i came ready <laughs> <laughs> um so like how do you think like advertising let's say like advertising for oh <gasps> it's such a cute dog here i wish you yeah. could see it <laughs> anyway i'm going to try not to call it my call it here <sighs> okay <laughs> um like how do you think like advertising let's say like for products um let's say skincare products 
because I'm, I, I love skincare. Yeah. And I, I feel like <gasps> he's here. He's close. <laughs> he's close. Yes, we're not working. Anyway, <laughs> um, like, how do you think like advertising, like, um, do you, has promoted this idea that we should we should all kind of like have perfect skin, perfect eyebrows, mm. um, perfect lashes, perfect hair. Everything should be like perfect all the time. Do you think that has helped or like like seeing that promoting like this ideal of like beauty should be one way or do you think it's like is it making a problem worse or do you think that there should be more I don't know I don't even know where I'm going with this so cut this out yeah I don't know if you like know what I'm saying like advertising like it so could be like on, on, on Facebook. Yeah. It could be like the people they use as models. Yeah. Even like if you see like Neutrogena, the people they use, they already like have clear skin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like, okay, for me with my my pimples. Yeah. How are you supposed, how am I supposed to look like that? If the person who is using that product is already that good. Yeah. For me, well, first of all, I work in marketing. So I look at it two different ways. Yeah. I can look at it as a marketing person. See, the whole point of advertising, or the reason people advertise, is to make you feel like you need something. There's a problem. Here, fix it. You can't advertise to someone mm. to fix the problem no, using the problem. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you get it? Eh? Like, like, then <laughs> it's hard for you to make your advertising effective, mm. right? Because that's the whole point. Adverts are just Better telling you. Thing. I think he wants us to mm. throw it. It's okay. He <laughs> <laughs> brought it again. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. I'm going to throw. I think he wants us to throw the yeah. ball. Yeah. Is that okay? Yeah. Okay. I thought he was annoying you. No. Don't annoy them. Yeah, so um, I get where advertisers are coming from in that sense, like that they want, hmm. they want what, they want to show what the problem is, hmm. and then show you how to fix it, right? Mm-hmm. But I feel like we're also moving away from that advertising because, like you said, as a society, we be, we're becoming cautious. Mm-hmm. Like we're awakening, we're more awakened than before. Because I think that's how societies are. You progress, you progress. Mm. So these days when you look at, for example, lingerie, mm. right? The way schemes advertises mm. and the way Fenty advertises, for example. Mm. You don't see Kim Kardashian using only skinny women anymore. Victoria's Secret kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that's why Victoria's Secret failed. Because mm-hmm. that kind of advertising mm. is no longer... Mm. effective in society right mm. but when it comes to like skincare no mm-hmm. <laughs> when it comes to like skincare we're so sorry guys there's a dog we're playing with as we <laughs> record <laughs> he has chosen us to be his friend <laughs> but um when it comes to skincare it's kind of like then how are you able to show the your product works because mm. honestly if i have acne mm. i don't want to buy a product of someone who has acne. Hmm. You get it. Eh? Sure, you want someone who has who's the finished yeah. product. Like it I'm works. like, oh, and the way they do it, they do before hmm. and after. And before, she's always so sad. She's always now. That's the that's part the problem. I, I was going to ask change. again. Like, why <laughs> yeah. is she so sad? Like, why is it's she normal. Exactly. It's something that it's happens. So normal. <laughs> Check how far he has gone. It's so <laughs> normal 
but it's like I don't know why they do it like that. Like mm. I feel like that part can change definitely because just because you're sad, mm. I mean you have bad skin, mm. you're not miserable. Mm. Even in before and after photos of, mm. let me say, body changing your body. Like when you're ov- maybe overweight, the overweight is really has so bad posture. Sad. Yeah, like, like no, they're even, wearing like even them they can stand upright and mm. wear some nice clothes, but yeah. they just put them in a white t-shirt. Mm-hmm no color to them no even the before photo can be with makeup yeah if you want to do that in your after mm. you get eh so i feel like that part definitely can change us even for skincare mm-hmm. like show the part and show the process the process yeah that sometimes you have to it's work yeah it's you have work. to you it's can't be there skipping your skincare routine exactly going to sleep. that's me meanwhile <laughs> with all my skincare problems mm-hmm. but yeah, I feel like that's what, like looking at it from the advertiser's mm. point of yeah. view. They're and selling then, um, a product. Yeah. yeah, they're selling a product and they can't sell to your product without making you feel like you need it. Mm. That's the whole point of advertising is there's a problem here. Even when it's not there, then, yeah. Babe, what is your thing? <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. So I think that's the thing with the mm. advertising world. But I feel like it's changing to reflect what society is. Yeah. Because, man, Victoria's Secret, it ruled the airways for so long. Mm. It's so crazy how they feel like that. Because they're not able to adjust. Mm. These days, as even as we, we what? Mm. We consume products. People are cautious about what they're consuming. Yeah. They're like, but what is in there? Mm. This, this, this. That means you have to change. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think you answered, <laughs> like, my two-in-one question. Okay. So, like, as... Uh, as a, an African girl, mm. do you think that um, how op, like how does one connect this to like the identity? Like, should they like focus on like being like pretty? Like, is that like a really important thing that they should pursue? Mm. Like, trying to like to. Or like, is it? Is it focus on inner beauty? Yeah, like do focus on inner beauty, or even just being like a better person. Yeah, I feel like definitely being a better person, because being a better person. Mm. See, we everyone wants to be pretty because there's certain privilege privileges yeah. that come. With. Beautiful people get away with yeah. a lot of things. They have. Have you watched Psycho? That guy was good looking <laughs> and he was killing babes exactly. left, right, and center. So, yeah. there's that privilege that everyone wants from being beautiful. Like you said, mm. your cousins would go and everyone is like, oh, mm. you get it? Eh? Mm. But if you look at someone who's nice, mm. who is a genuine person, who's functioning from a genuine place, mm. who has a nice soul, mm. there's a way they tend to attract that They drop it to them, yeah. yeah. They attract the attention that they get, mm. that other pr- pretty people get. Mm because of the authenticity like it's all about being authentic and i also don't want to lie to people and be like oh don't worry about how you look i feel like that's a very superficial thing to say to someone because at the end of the day you're functioning within a society Mm -hmm. but like you said know yourself be authentic you don't have to be pretty like her you can be pretty like you and that's okay i think that that prettiness that is from um 
a prettiness that is catered to men. Mm. So like even like uh this why I wanted like to kind of bring men into the conversation and see how they um influence how yeah. women look at themselves. Yeah, I remember yeah, this yeah, yeah, uh yeah. this whiskey song uh and he said I didn't know if he said dark skin or light skin say no pimple. Yeah. And yeah, I was yeah. like and I'm like my G. Does doesn't <laughs> wait, what what's wrong? PMS? Yeah. <laughs> Don't people get like pimples, um, hormones? Ovulation. Yes, right? Like yeah. So like uh I feel like sometimes um certain things like even natural hair mm. um you find that some people are doing it because of a trend or like because I remember God, I can't really believe I did this once. I asked like the guy I was dating then, like, how would you feel if I had like natural hair? Yeah. And the reason why I asked because I, I didn't I wanted him to still be attracted to me. Yeah, when yeah, yeah, yet yeah. I think now I would be like uh, regardless, you you're going to get what you're going to yeah. get. <laughs> like whatever comes out of my head wrap is what you're getting boo boo like i'm not changing anything so i want to say like um is there a difference between the beauty that is like not catered for like men like you're not looking for a man's man to look at you and think you're pretty and then the beauty that is like for yourself for yourself i think it comes from self-love honestly and it also comes from growth because mm. i feel like genuine self-love is rooted in self-awareness mm. And you become more self-aware the more you grow. So it's hard to tell a teenage girl. Mm. Hmm? Well, these days they are very woke. So <laughs> maybe mm. I'm wrong or what. But still, at that age, it's hard mm. to convince her mm. that the male gaze is not everything. But as she grows up and mm. becomes more aware, mm. she becomes more aware of herself. She grows into loving herself. You can't love something you don't know, right? And the more you grow into self-love, the more everything you do is not about the other. Hmm. Hmm? It's about you. It's about you. It's about living your authentic You learn to say no. Yeah, you learn to say no. You start, actually, even you being aware of the fact that you need to say no No. Mm -hmm. shows you self-love. Because at a point, there's a point you didn't know that that Mm. was a problem, that you can't say no. But the fact that now you're aware of it, it shows that you're trying to heal that part, right? Mm. And that's the same thing with beauty. You'll set out to doing everything you can for that cowboy to like you. More lip gloss. More lip gloss. Eh, eh, you wear her, what? Maybe he likes you, maybe he doesn't. You keep going through it. And then somewhere along the way, you realize, eh, this is not that important. But I think that if I can uh, use the example of, um, I don't remember if like people like I don't know, like Nicole Murphy and she was she she was involved with some guy and he was married and his wife mm-hmm. who used to be good looking. Yeah. Okay, she's still good looking for a woman of her age. Yeah. But Nicole Murphy, have you seen Nicole Murphy looks good? It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she also looks really good for her age. For her age. And he was, he was what? He was seen like kissing her. And then some people said saying like, well, he's allowed to cheat because look at his wife. Of course, compared to Nicole Murphy. Yeah. Um, and I felt like that was such an, <laughs> I was like, yee yee. I can't even say like, I can't even, I couldn't put it in two words. I was like, but that doesn't mean that he should cheat on her. He's <laughs> Because yeah. even if like, cause women, women's bodies change, yeah, yeah, and yeah. men's bodies change, 
And I feel like the conversation is like, you know, when it comes to women, youth, youthful looking, like the mm. breasts are supposed to be like this. Everything is still supposed to be firm. Yeah. Um, but no stretch marks, but no this, but what? Like you're supposed to look a certain And when you stop looking that way, yeah. you're no longer sexy. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. no longer uh, pretty enough. I remember Aisha Curry said that she wants the men to like look at her the way women look at her husband yeah but she didn't, didn't get that look and she wants people and to look wants. at her like that and, and i thought that, that was i, I thought that like, was weird i don't feel yeah that that was but she's allowed to express her insecurities i mm. feel like even within self-love like mm. as much as i've grown into self-love mm. i still have insecurities mm. like i said and for her to express her insecurities, I don't feel then she has to be looked at like, how can you say that? Mm. She wants to be desired. I feel like that's being like hypocritical mm. as women that we only want the message of be beautiful or mm. what, but you're not allowed to be vulnerable mm. and say there are moments I feel like this. Because mm. it comes and it goes, right? Sure. But even for like the Nicole Murphy story and her, like that other chick. The one who was married, right? <laughs> yeah. forgotten her name. Again, for me, it comes back to self-love. Like, self-love doesn't stop in your 20s. If I... <laughs> Gosh, me, I've like, got to find someone else. If you're, like, mm. in your 50s, mm. Mm, you still need self-love. True. So, in that sense, you need self-love enough to be, like, is my husband cheating on me because I'm no longer physically attractive as to when we go together? But you understand, then he, you know that, well, he, then he needs to understand my body has changed. I gave birth and this, this, this. Mm. And you should love yourself to get out of that situation if that was the case. True. Right? And mm. self-love, I feel like, looks different at different ages. Yes. Yeah. Like, I don't think the self-love I'm trying to do now, mm-hmm. the things I'm trying to heal now, are going to be the same things I'm trying to heal maybe when I'm a mother. Mm-hmm. Right? But all of it is self-love. So if you're able to find that at the root of everything, because even self-love is being compassion, compassionate for yourself. Like Aisha Kari is saying that. I remember she got so much backlash. And I was just thinking, how are you saying all that when a woman is just telling you her truth? Mm. Like she's not saying that, oh, look at me, I'm ugly. No, she's just saying sometimes I feel insecure. And that's the truth. Yeah? Mm. She's not saying make so everyone make me feel pretty. No. <laughs> She's just saying, man. The same way we've been saying, even now sometimes mm. you look in the mirror and you're like, eh, maybe Today. this kappa, mm. what? And that's your truth. It doesn't mean that you don't love who you are. But I feel like the two can be there together. They can be in the same universe. Yeah. In the same cinematic universe. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, thank you to everyone who listened to this long <laughs> episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, I feel like we really covered a lot in beauty. Yes. From physical beauty to the men we are trying not to date to this. So I really Coffee hope you enjoyed bed, it. Coffee syrup, yeah <laughs> don't forget to um subscribe on apple podcasts or to follow on anchor or whichever po- um, platform you listen with and don't forget to follow us on social media we're still just on instagram as can we talk podcast there's an underscore under each of the words like can we talk and yeah thank you for tuning in Yay! That was it for this episode of Can We Talk for hey. a minute, girl. And the news.
I have seen a lot of girls, but the biggest booty girls they come from you. They come from you. 